What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of What the Game Means to Me. I typically do a little 30 second thing. I forgot to put it on today. But uh, of course, um, not a normal time, but got to get it in Sunday morning. We got to get our pickums in. We got to keep ourselves. Um, we got to keep ourselves accountable. And then, of course, we're going to talk about the Braves, college football, uh, NFL games for the week. And of course, we got to get on Odell with the something or nothing as well. Before we get into everything, of course, got to drop the new video. Everybody enjoy. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Or you're going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron James When you stepped in the batter's box. So hard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. I'm not saying as hard as I can. I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game, the same way we approach it. You do the right thing, you make the right thing. Make the right play. Your life is the same. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. And it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. I think Welcome to what the game me to me. And again, shout out to JP for helping me put that together. But I said, of course, um, <clears throat> excuse me, week 10 in college football uh, weekend. We had a, a lot of few, a lot of good games on tap. Actually, no, I forgot. Before we get into that, we got to definitely pay homage and day, definitely pay some respects to our uh, Atlanta Braves for winning the World Series, bringing the title back after, was it 26 years, Dad? I want to say. Uh, 95, so yeah, 26, 27. Uh-huh. 20, yeah, 26 or 27. So, of course, um, like I said, they wrapped it up on, I want to say, Tuesday in Houston by a score of 7-0. to zero. Um, And, then, of course, we had a parade here on Friday. I know that you weren't able to join in with the festivities because uh, you're in South Carolina now. But, you know, I did get to see a little bit of it. I uh, got to the parade late, but um, – Got to see a little bit of Big Boys concert. I think they brought out Zach Brown Band as well, and then uh, Ludacris as well. So, uh, I guess before we do get into it, I guess I guess just talk about maybe what obviously we had already talked about, you know, something or nothing. What the um, what this would mean to the city of Atlanta, but I guess overall, what was your thoughts? I guess on the game when you saw it, them clinching it, and then uh, everything that came after. Uh, all the feels just like every other uh, Braves fan. It- a lot of hard losses, a lot of tough playoff series where they, you know, blew leads and stuff like that. And for them to finally pull it off in a year where, you know, Hank Aaron passed away. He won number 44. Uh, took them, uh, they were, you know, Cunha got hurt. They had 44 wins. Just a team of destiny. Them being able to overcome losing their best player, 
one of their other best players, Marcelo Zuna, uh, mm-hmm. losing Mike Sirocco, who was one of their starting pitchers, and, you know, losing Charlie Morton in the first game, for them to overcome all that and be one of the, you know, I wouldn't say the Astros are a dynasty, but they've been to three World Series in the last five years, so that's pretty pretty darn good. And I just, you know, I'm happy for them. I, I had a feeling they would pull it off the way they were playing when the bats got hot and the pitching. Uh, Ian Anderson and my guy, um, geez, I can't even think of it, Max Free, they, they stepped up when needed, and the bullpen was – Awful during the regular season, but when the playoffs came and when it was time to step up, those guys showed up. So, you know, shout out to them and resign Freddie. That's all I got to say. Yeah, hopefully they're able to. I know. I'm pretty sure he wants to be back. He's been here since he, he literally got drafted since, been since what, 2007? So, Seven. and then coming off of the World Series championship, I'm hoping they sign a, re-sign a few of these guys, actually, like Solaire, Crazy, Rosario. Like, they, they the outfield acquisitions that they made literally saved the entire team and literally catapulted them to the playoffs and they pretty much was all the production at least bat wise or most of the production yep. I, will, I will say albies and freeman um you know definitely did their part as well and then dansby swanson too um, shout out to him hometown kid so like you said like you know the bats got rolling and it just got hot and that's just what happens when you're hot at the right time in many sports honestly you can pretty much catapult you to you know a world series or championship victory but definitely happy to see them hosting that trophy for sure um like i said this is the city overall just needed it you know i'm glad they were able to do a parade downtown and also in cobb county i went you know close to the battery and like i said watched the concert a little bit in cobb county and it definitely was crowded it definitely was packed it took way longer than it was supposed to to get to the battery than it normally does but you know all in all it was worth it um you know just seeing these guys talk about it be happy about it host the trophy and you know just bring one home. Like I said, we're hoping we're hoping it now starts a, a little bit of momentum for, you know, Atlanta sports, but I'm not too sure. My my Hawks actually, they 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 slide in a little bit. They look a little slippery. And I don't like what Trey Young talking about uh you know, regular season born. Like regular season gonna have to catapult you to the playoffs. Like you gotta find some type of interest. Like can't be talking about it's boring or you ain't gonna be in the playoffs. Like that's all you're gonna have is a regular season. But you know, and obviously my Falcons are struggling. We're gonna see what they do today. But you know, just glad to see one team finally host a trophy, a major sports team. You know, obviously Atlanta United won one in 17 or 18, but, you know, definitely need to see baseball, football, or basketball win one. And definitely glad to see that they brought one home. Hopefully they can repeat, or my Mets can, you know, maybe talk yeah. home. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll see when, when that time comes. But, of course, next thing we got hit on, college football. Um a lot of pretty good games yesterday. Some um, top teams got upset or almost got upset, and we're going to talk about one that did get upset and then two that almost got upset but or should have got upset. Right here, obviously, Cincy and Tulsa. Tulsa had three chances to punch it in. Um, I think – well, they end up punching it in but just failed on the two-point conversion, right? Or did they – they didn't get it in at all. No, they didn't get it in at all. at all. Okay, yeah, cause I forgot. Yeah, the quarterback slid, I forgot, instead of just walking in. I don't know why he slid. Yep. But um, – Oh no! Like I say, I guess we just talk about the game, but I mainly wanted to hit on, of course, like just the playoff, you know, implications. Like you know, a lot of people were surprised. Not a lot of people were surprised. Some people, you know, rightfully so, was like understanding of like why since he was on the outside of the top four, even though they're undefeated. Um, and I guess some people point to games just like this as to why, but others, of course, would argue the the opposite side. But I mean, just I guess just talk about the game and then just talk about where we think since he, um, you know, may end up in this uh. This week's college football rankings. It was a good game uh, for the most part. Not back and forth, but it was just a close game throughout. And I just feel like this is the reason why people, you know, slight Cincy. I'm one of those guys that I understand why 
people think Cincy should be out, but I also just want to give them a chance because we've given Notre Dame and some of these other teams chances and they get blown out. So why not just let Cincinnati get blown out just to, you know, <laughs> test the experiment. Or maybe this will be a good reason for them to expand it after this year, you know, seeing all these teams mm-hmm. left in. But uh, Cincinnati, they're just not the best team to me. You know, they'll they'll beat Notre Dame on the road, but then they'll almost lose the Navy and to Tulsa, who lost to FCS school named UC Davis. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, you don't know what you're really getting here, but I, I feel like they should get an opportunity if they went out. If they go undefeated, they have to. I think they have to get an opportunity. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I know some people might disagree. I know Stu definitely disagrees, but I mean, <laughs> I feel at this point. But I just, you know, I I'd rather, you know, let's be fair to everybody because with their the point they're trying to get across is that games really don't matter. Like they're winning mm-hmm. the game in front of them, being the teams that are in front of them, and still being slighted. So, yeah. you know, if they went out, I think they deserve a chance. Most definitely. Yeah. I feel that I'm. I guess we went, well. I guess we could move on to the next uh, game as well, and you know, because the team that was third ranked got upset, Michigan State um, over Purdue, and um, and of course the, the college football chat uh, caused a little bit of a stir, saying like, you know, obviously now it's like Michigan, no matter what they did, they're not moving up. Um, Try to think who's fourth. Oregon was fourth. I think they they won by two. Yeah, they sneaked one out. One by two. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, being like with with Cincy, like I said, being undefeated, I guess I'm thinking because like another one, Oklahoma. Everybody's been pretty much down on them because even though they're undefeated, they've just been really sneaking out wins in their games as well. So it's like, say Tulsa, uh, Tulsa, my fault. Say Cincy and Oklahoma are ended up end up undefeated, but obviously they're both looking on the outside of the top four right now. And obviously Michigan is going to be out. Who do you think I guess replaces them right now? Do you think they will put Cincy in in the top four this upcoming week? Or um, I forgot who's in front. Or obviously Ohio State probably is going to move in. I'm thinking because you the know way, they, the way they, play. Actually, they only won by what nine against Nebraska. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess you talk about what 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 do you think? Well, one Michigan State losing to Purdue uh, don't look uh, too good, but then also like you know, but what does that do for their uh, playoff hopes? I still think they're okay. They kind of control their destiny away because they still have to play. They had that win over Michigan. They still get to play Ohio mm-hmm. State, who has one loss, so you know they can potentially jump them, but. You know, Purdue's not that bad. Like, they were ranked at a point in time for a quick second. Mm-hmm. And they just – they you know, they got some tough wins on their schedule. They beat Iowa and they beat Michigan State. So, when they see a top-10 team on their schedule, they just – you know, they start they start cheesing. They're ready to play. And shout-out to my cousin, David Bell. He went for 217. I'm just capping. But <laughs> they literally aired it out on Michigan State. Like, their pass defense is pretty suspect. I thought their defense overall was pretty straight. But yesterday mm-hmm. showed that their pass defense was pretty atrocious. And Mel Tucker being a defensive guy – Allowing 536 yards throughout the air is not good. But, you know, I think they'll be fine. They played well throughout the season. The one bad loss doesn't end their season because they still potentially can control their own destiny if they went out. So, I mean, I, I think they'll be fine. But I'm interested to see who they put in the top four this coming weekend. Like, does Oklahoma go from eight to four? Or does Cincinnati finally get some love? So, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see who that fifth team is. And, you know, Ohio State, even though they, they won, they squeaked it out. Nebraska is not that bad of a team. They lost a lot of close games. So, I, I think mm-hmm. they – the committee knows who Nebraska is and they're not a pushover. So they won't, you know, put too much on them for that loss, but knowing who they are, Ohio State, the program, they're always in the mix. I don't think they would, you know, if they're fifth, I think they get that next spot. I don't see Cincinnati or Oklahoma jumping them. Yeah. As a- yeah. This, uh, I guess it's because, you know, they, they've just been a powerhouse these past few yeah. years, but um, and I'll tell you, they didn't lose yesterday, but I guess it was a closer game than many people thought. I'm honestly starting to think, I don't know. I don't know what to think of LSU this year, but um, Alabama squeaked out a six-point win against LSU. LSU really could have won, you know, if that Hail Mary was caught by somebody. But 
Um, you know, they're ranked number two in the standings. Obviously, I don't think they're going to move because, you know, they won the game that's in front of them. Um, plus, you know, it's Bama. So what do you think about this game yesterday? This is a tough rivalry game. You can't expect any year, no matter like in rivalry games, you know, you got to throw out the record. It doesn't matter what it, uh, what's going on with either program. They're going to show up to play for this game, and that's what they did. Uh, I can't. I'm not going to put too much on Alabama. They just they got tested. Maybe they're not as dominant, beating everybody by 40, but that's not what's going to happen. You know, uh, LSU is playing hard. I know Coach O's on his way out, but his guys are playing hard, and I think Max Johnson is honestly a sleeper quarterback that we might be talking about in a couple of years, you know, getting ready for the draft. Not yet, but I think he's a, he's a solid <laughs> prospect. So just overall, I mean, it wasn't the prettiest win, but they got it done. And I'm not going to put too much on Bama. Bryce Young didn't, he didn't turn over the ball. He didn't throw a pick or anything. It was just, you know, a, a defensive game. And it wasn't their best game offensively. And that happens sometimes in these, you know, it's the SEC. Let's not act like it's the big 12. We're expecting it to be 45 to 41 every weekend. So a 20 to 14 game is solid football. I mean, let's not, Put too much on Bama for that. But I think, you know, they'll be just fine. They got – I know they have Auburn. I know their season's over because they lost to AM yesterday, but they still have Auburn mm-hmm. scheduled. So they got to, you know, lock in for these next three weeks and secure that playoff berth and that uh, matchup. I don't – I mean, I don't know who's coming out of the SEC West yet, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. A lot of them have losses. So, but I'm – I'm really – I really, really am looking forward to the end of this stretch run. I, I think Bama will be fine, though, uh, securing that spot. I have no worries about them. And I said SEC West, I meant SEC East. East, yeah, I was about to say. But um, hold on, no. Well, yeah, yeah, I forgot, yeah. Well, Kentucky lost yesterday. Actually, no, no, no. Yeah. It's already yeah. set. It's already set. I'm yeah, sure. I was about to say, yeah. I would say Georgia is definitely taking the East. I was about to say, I don't think anybody, the A&M other, the other, the other team was. I think AM because they're a conference record. I, yeah. I might be wrong, though. I might be wrong, though. I was about to say, I think. Because I know, I think Kentucky's in the East, and I was like, I think that was the only team that was close, and they lost yesterday. Yeah, they um, lost to Tennessee. So, Tennessee, yeah. Going over. yeah, so it's I'll take that back, bro. It's secured because uh, Texas and them lost to Mississippi State. Yeah, take, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. So, I guess before we do move on, top four, who do you think is the, uh, the top four this upcoming week? Obviously, it's a Georgia, Alabama is more likely uh, solidified. Michigan State lost. So, it feels that one spot, I guess, needs to be filled, and more likely, Oregon doesn't move. Unless they move up to three, so who do you think is the top uh, top four? And then maybe that five and six looking into. Yeah, uh, I'll go one Georgia, two Bama, three Oregon because Oregon has the head to head versus Ohio State and Ohio State four. Even though they didn't have the prettiest game, uh, and then five would be Cincy. Um, it's a tough one. You know, they're giving Michigan at the moment more credit than Oklahoma for the schedule they played and how they played teams, but I think Mm -hmm. that's a tough one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Oklahoma jumping Michigan going to six because I'm interested to see where Michigan Michigan State Michigan State Michigan have the same record but Michigan State mm-hmm. Michigan the head so I have no idea where the committee is gonna put them like they're gonna drop them but I feel like they still put them in front of Michigan and mm-hmm. maybe Oklahoma's in front of Michigan it's tough I don't I really don't know but my six I'm gonna stick with is UGA Bama Oregon Ohio State Cincinnati and then I'm gonna have Oklahoma jumping to number six because they're undefeated. And you know Michigan State, I'd say seven. Yeah, I yeah. guess I could. Yeah, because they can't. Michigan can't be in front of them, even though they have the same record. When they play head to head, Michigan State won. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like Michigan State gets dropped a little further. I don't know why. Yeah, the way they lost too. Yeah, I think they're gonna be around maybe like the nine, like the nine range for some reason. But yeah, I can definitely agree with that top six. Um, the only one that I may think, like you said, they're they're showing Michigan a lot more love than Oklahoma State. I mean, Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma. So, only one I think I may switch out would maybe be like, let's say Oklahoma. Nah, 
Michigan I can agree six. with that. But other than that, I definitely agree with the rest of the top uh the top six that you have. But before we move on, we gotta do a little segue. Gotta hit on NFL. Um, before we hit on the NFL picks, we gotta uh, segue into our little something nothing. It's only only something and nothing that we got on tap for today, but it's a definitely a big something and nothing. Um, it's definitely not nothing. I'm more than likely guessing Buffalo's gonna say something, but I think if it hasn't already happened, they're saying Monday Odell will be released um, from the Browns. Um, you know, it's been a lot of news circulating the last few weeks. The dad posted, you know, a bunch of clips of Odell being open, Baker not hitting him. Baker going through his injury, even when he wasn't injured, Baker could never really find OBJ and hit him. They could just never, they never meshed. Um, and, you know, he's been up there. I didn't realize been there three years now and his stats look atrocious, <laughs> like the lowest that they've ever been ever. But uh, something or nothing, Odell more than likely getting released on Monday. We don't know the team yet. I know we can speculate um, and a lot of teams would love his services, but uh what do you think? Uh, what do you think happens on Monday? Where do you think Odell goes? I honestly don't know where he goes. I have I can put teams out there because you know there's a list. Like there's an order. Teams, you know, you can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. He has to go through the process. But it's definitely something. Like they finally freed my man. You uh, posted on Instagram on my story last week. Like free Odell, please. Mm-hmm. He's just been hampered by mediocre quarterback play throughout his career. Like, I know Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, but he was mediocre, and especially at the end of his career, like, all he was throwing was slants to Odell, and he had better production with Eli than he did with Baker. So, like, <laughs> like, like, what is this, bro? I, I really don't understand. Mm-hmm. Baker's not that guy. I never thought he was, but they're just wasting a mm-hmm. Hall of Fame talent. Like, at this point, we have to put together, like, the last five or six years, dominant years of his career to, you know, had that Hall of Fame case, and the way he was trending in New York with Eli Manning, yeah. his quarterback, bro, he was a top five. Nobody questioned him as a game changer. And now, you know, people, people, I think people just forgot who Odell was. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. Fred would be good for him with the contender, which he said he wants to go to. And, you know, hopefully he can go somewhere where they need a true number one option and he yeah. can be that guy for him. Uh, but I definitely think it's something. And I, the team that I could put out there, I forgot the list. I had it in front of me the other day, but I think I know the Patriots are in the middle, I know the Pats contender and Bill Belichick will keep him, you know, upright. Mm-hmm. I like him in San Fran. Debo Samuel's having a breakout season, but I don't think he's a number one. Like, uh, yeah, he commands double team stuff like that. You know, uh, I put that out there and then don't let him fall. I think KC was like number 18 on that list. Please don't let him fall because what KC has yeah. been telling you these past off season, they tried to get Juju. They tried mm-hmm. to, you know, train for another receiver. They don't believe that they have a true number two because yeah. of the title, but that doesn't count. So, yeah. you know, they yeah. need to one another guy that can, you know, take the top off of coverages on the other side of Tyreek and demand those double teams, you know, pull a little bit of coverage away from him. So those three teams, San Fran, um, the Pats, and, you know, the Chiefs are my options. But finally, Frio, I'm glad, like, if this would it would it had to come to, so be it. But if he stayed in <laughs> If he stayed in Cleveland, it wasn't going to get any better, and people were just going to continue to forget who Odell Beckham uh, Jr. was. Because I'll take him on my team any day. And you know, playing football, receivers always—they're uh, a little bit of divas. They have attitude. They want the mm-hmm. ball. It's the most dependent position. Like you're dependent on somebody mm-hmm. to throw you the ball. You can't do anything else to get the ball if your quarterback doesn't throw it to you. So exactly. I'm I'm, I'm happy they freed my man's, and hopefully, you know, he can shine instantly to show that uh, Baker is not that guy. Yeah. I still understand people that do think he is that guy, but you know, I, I'm I'm glad there's this definitely something. I'm 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 glad he's gonna be free. I'm glad he's gonna go somewhere else. I'm glad um, that I really don't have to hear about him in the news anymore. Because like you said, I think wherever he goes, like he, obviously he's gonna make an instant impact. Like I know he's been hampered by some injuries, and then like you said, hampered by mediocre quarterback plays and entire career. You would have never known in New York 
<laughs> like you said, with, with the stats that we would see, um, definitely was on his way to, you know, if not was already solidified as a top five receiver. But, you know, just being in Cleveland, just what they say, they sent them to Cleveland to die. And it really feels like he did have, like, has died. Yeah, a little bit. yeah so I'm, I'm ready for the resurgence. I know everybody else is as well. I think um, also going to be, it's also something because I'm glad, like, uh, well, I think the Browns realize, I mean, they don't use them anyway. Like, they're obviously really heavy, a heavy run team, depending on the run. But, you know, I'm just glad that we don't have to continue to hear and put the blame on him that he's the reason why, you know, either Baker is not where he should be or he's messing with Baker's head that, you know, they don't mesh. You know, he doesn't, and Baker doesn't play better when he's out there and all this crazy stuff like putting the whole blame on the team, you know, for something that he didn't even do. Like, he ain't even really been playing like that. Like, the defense injured, like, is Odell's fault. <laughs> like, Baker can't throw a pass, it's Odell's fault. Like, running backs are hurt, they losing. 10 to 15 to the Steelers is Odell's fault. So, you know, I'm just tired of everybody blaming Odell for everywhere he goes. Hopefully, um, you know, sooner or later, that's something that doesn't happen anymore. But um, appreciate Shout out to Sage Alvarez. Definitely always showing love on Twitter to the whole Off the Ball Network family. Appreciate you for, you know, tuning in, saying great show. Definitely appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, real quick, I guess before I let you go that, I'm going to um, – I guess hit on the teams. I hope he comes to Atlanta. You know, Cordell Patterson added him on Twitter. He was like, come on through, big bro. Um, you know, we, we we never know. I don't know where we are on the waivers list, but hopefully, you know, and we're not a contender either, but I don't think we're out of it. I don't know. I'm, just ho I'm hoping some good news. You know, Calvin really, you know, we're praying for him. Um, you know, he did. He's stepping away from football. We put him on IR. He's going to be out for at least three weeks. Outside of that, uh, we'd have no receivers. Like, Kyle Pitts is our only hope. So, Odell, come on through. We need you for real. But other than that, I mean, it would be nice to see him in Jack. Uh, I don't know why I said Jackson. Throw my fault. I meant to say with Lamar. I meant to say with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Um, definitely with the Patriots, I could see that being a good fit as well. Like they they brought in a lot of receivers, but like kind of all like two, three type receivers, not a real true number one. Um, and then like you said, if he goes to KC, like you know, Sammy Watkins, I guess was kind of like he wasn't a guy that demanded double teams, but Sammy, you had to keep an eye on him. Also with Tyree Hill. And they don't really have anyone like that like at the moment. Like they just have another speed guy, Nicole Hartman. Um, Demarcus Robinson plays sparingly. Um, and you know, the other guys are really no names. It's really just Tyreek and uh, Kelsey. So him being there, I mean, I know that's not their woes. They just they would just be adding another shiny offensive tool. Like they need defensive help severely. But you know, it would be cool to see him there as well with Patrick Mahomes if he gets his act right too. But uh what was you gonna add that? I was just saying, like, I know we can't blame Odell because people, you know, like, we just can't do that. I know people want to blame him because of what happened when he got hurt. Like, literally that game when they played the Bengals last year, Baker was, like, 21 for 22 for the rest of the game. But I just – I blame Stefanski a little bit. I feel like he could have done a better job of getting him the ball because he was in Minnesota before, and that's when they had Thielen and Diggs, which were 2,000-yard receivers, and he found a way to get them to route along with giving the ball to Dalvin Cook, like, 20 times per game. So it's just, you know. It's a tough situation all around, and it should have worked. I definitely thought it was going to work. But all those weapons they have, you know, Njoku, Hooper, they got Austin Bryant from FAU, two number one running backs. It's just a lot. It's one football to go around and a lot of people to get it to. So it was just, you know, I think he needs to – he's not the most selfish guy in the world, but he needs to rock more. And he did say if he goes somewhere where it's not a contender, there will be problems. So y'all heard that. If y'all don't want any commotion, any any drama going on with your messing up your franchise, let him, let him pass you. 
like Jacksonville don't even don't even do it. we want them, but we stop <laughs> We're gonna go three and fourteen, so let's not do that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Odell. Hopefully, he can go with a coach that knows his worth and will, you know, utilize him to his fullest. Yeah, hopefully so. I, I'm I'm thinking it will happen, but you know, come to Atlanta. I mean, you can still help us in some way, some form, some capacity. Like we still right there for a wild card spot. I ain't gonna say a division, but I think we can. If we get a win in today, maybe who knows? Who knows? But uh. Like I said, so going into our NFL portion of everything, um, it was a pretty bad week for both of us. I honestly, I might have messed up. I might have went seventy nine and forty two. Um, I, yeah, I think I went seventy nine and forty two instead. I'll change it later. But um, yeah, we just had a, a lot of very very bad picks. I'm pretty sure a lot of people had a very bad week. Honestly, like we could not have been the only ones. Like a lot of teams got upset that we wasn't expected. Like since he lost to the Jets, uh, the Colts, you know. Shit went away against the the Titans after being up what two touchdowns early, like early, early. Um, actually, no, I think I did go seven and eight. But um, who else lost? Uh, can't even think. Oh, Cleveland. Lost yeah. Who else? Now I was saying there's just too many games to tell. Like I said before we started the show, like this was a terrible betting week. Like picks yeah. and betting, uh, I just lost a lot of money. It was yeah. bad. It, it it definitely wasn't looking good. Like I said, it wasn't looking good for the pickums, but. Luckily, like I said, we both had a bad week, so it's not like we're, we're too far. Well, you're not like you're too far behind from me. But like you said, slow and steady race. I put week eight on the accident. It's week, uh, this is obviously week eight. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll move on. Like I said, with our pick for this week, week nine, um, of course, we can talk about some of the games as well. Um, so hopefully you can see that. It's kind of small. But, of course, uh, the first game on tap, at least on the on the, on the the sheet, is Cleveland and um, – Excuse me, Cleveland and Cincinnati divisional game. Both teams coming off of losses. Um, since he's maybe a little bit worse than uh, Cleveland's, but you know, after all the news that surrounded, I guess Cleveland this this up this past week. I don't know if that may be a distraction coming into this game. Maybe since he's you know they're at home as well and they've been playing pretty good ball. You know, outside of last week, I don't know what the defense was doing, but you know, maybe this is another game to where Cleveland takes another loss and their season. That started out looking promising and starting to, you know, go down the drain. But uh, what do you think uh, about this matchup and who are you picking to win? I'm going with Cincinnati. You know, they've been they had a bad loss last week. They kind of played down to their competition and it hurt them. I just think everything going around with Cleveland right now is a lot of distractions. And I really think, you know, it's going to be the opposite. You know, when Odell got hurt, Baker took off. I think he's going to have a really, really bad game this week. And they fought a four and five. And there's a lot of questions because, you know, going into the season, everybody had the Browns as contenders like one of the few teams that could possibly knock off the Chiefs. And now they might be on the outside looking in, especially with the way their division is looking. You know, the, the Steelers, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think they're a threat, but they've caught steam. And, you know, the Ravens and the, the Bengals are playing good football. So yeah. it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough stretch if they can't win today. But I do like Cincinnati at home, but I'd say like three. It's going to be a close game, but I, I like them in the way they're playing. Especially how they lost last week, they're going to be locked in. Yeah. I think since he does take this one as well, he's at home. Um yeah, I just think it's too much going on in Cleveland right now. Uh, I know they got what you call it, uh, Jarvis back last week. I don't know. He had the greatest of games. Did they? Is Kareem not Kareem? Is uh, Nick Chubb off of IR yet? Is he playing today? I think so. He when I looked for the injury report, he wasn't on there. I know Kareem probably this is his last week because I know it's three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. It like you said, maybe a close game. Like I said they got Chubb back um, to help in that backfield. I guess. Uh, Dearness Johnson would be, you know, backing him up. But 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Same thing, like you said, I don't think Baker definitely does take off. He's still, I guess, injured and hampered with a shoulder, um, you know, and that's not their strong suit anyway. The defense has been giving up. Well, they haven't been giving up. Like I said, they only gave 15 points last week, but that's to a Big Ben team that we still don't know why he's quarterbacking. <laughs> but, um, you know, defense hasn't been that great the past few weeks. And, you know, since he has had probably one of the top offenses in the league, they're putting up points pretty much every week. Even they, they lost, they put up 31 last week. So I definitely, I'm going to take Cincy as well at home um, in this one. Denver and Dallas, who are you picking? You picked against Dallas last week. I'm so, I'm still mad about that game, bro. They lost to Cooper yeah. Rush. I'm done. I'm done with Minnesota. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's. That Dallas easily not easily, you know. Denver they just traded with Vaughn. I think they they know the season's lost. They need a quarterback. They need a true quarterback that guy that can you know hold it down. Mm -hmm. I think Dallas is rolling, man. They're playing good. Like I wanted to be right about them not being you know being a little overrated. They prove time and time again. Like they're learning how to win these close games, which they would you know lose in the few in the past. So mm -hmm. after last week, I think Dallas is a contender for sure. And I think they they don't roll at home because there was a tough matchup. And Jerry Judy comes back for the first time since week one. So we gonna mm -hmm. see what they. All that cluing and all that guessing, Jerry Drew is one of those guys that will hit you with a double move. So, I, you know, I like the game to be close, but Dallas will pull it out. But they, they do lose games like these. So, you know, they will have a slip yeah. up. But I like Dallas so far. They've shown me they show me they can ball this year so far. Yeah, same here. Like, you know, he's going to go with the save bad at the moment because, like you said, they, I believe they've at least proven to me week in and week out that, you know, they can at least stay in games and win games. Like they're not doing the things that they were doing last year, especially the defense. Like I said, it's tightened up a little bit surprisingly. Um, and like I said, offensively, Dak is playing great. Could be top five for you know MVP candidate um, at the moment. Um, like I said, has that offense rolling. Zeke looks a little looks a lot better as well from the early uh, early season chatter of you know maybe they shouldn't have paid him. Maybe they need to move on to Pollard, like all that. So. Definitely, you know, feel feel good picking them. But like you said, I guess don't sleep on Denver. They just trade it, and it's weird when stuff like this happens. Like you know, you trade your captain, your long time, um, you know, a long time player that you know meant a lot to the franchise. And Von Miller, like other guys, step up. Other guys, you know, are prepared, and you know, it's kind of I don't know. It's like a, a rallying like game for for teams like this to where like all right, not that we can show that we can win without you, but it's like you know, guys just are a little bit more pumped, a little bit more juice. And they can say that the, those guys that were behind him, you know, got now have that opportunity to kind of show, you know, why they traded him and, and fill in that role. So I don't know. It could be a weird game, like you said, that Denver does take this one, but I'm still going with Dallas because you know that's just just to say that at this moment they're, they're playing good football. So um, next we got uh, next we got Houston, not Houston, yeah, Houston and Miami. Sorry, I read it wrong, but yeah, Houston to Miami. I think Tyrod comes back today. You see him for the first time since week two. So it's definitely going to be a, a interesting because um, typically when, when he's out, he'll be out for the rest of the year. So um, obviously Houston really has no hopes at anything, but it would be nice to see him, you know, play because it, he looked good in the first two weeks, um, you know, in that offense. But uh, And they're playing against a Miami team that really just has lost their way completely on both sides of the ball. So who are you picking to win this one? Going with the upset, man. I got Houston getting their second win of the season, if I'm not correct. I'm, I know I'm not tripping. They beat us week one. That's it. Yeah. I, got, I like Houston. You know, before Tyron got hurt, they would have beat the Browns in week two or gave them a, you know, went down to the wire. And they just played with a little bit better confidence with them. Even though Davis Mills isn't playing that bad. Like, if you look at it and you watch him play each week, he's getting better and better. So, I, I mean, 
Houston's not that terrible as everybody made them seem. Well, as I made them seem, you know, before the season started. And Tua's not playing because of a – he's the backup. He fractured some bone in his uh, – one of his fingers in his throwing hands. So, Jacoby Brissett will be getting the start. And I think this is a perfect opportunity, you know. Uh, Houston didn't want to trade with Miami. So, Deshaun is going to be – I don't know. He, You know, he, he might be smiling like, dang, Miami, I should have, you know, yeah. made that move or pulled that stroke up. I know with all the legal stuff I'm just talking, but I do think that uh, Houston pulls out the upset and, you know, people start talking about firing Brian Flores, even though I don't think, you know, he's the reason for the lack of success. I don't think his guys are performing, but yeah. I like, I definitely like Houston today, you know, upset. Yeah, I got to go with that as well. You said, I just, I like the fact that Tyrod's back in the lineup and you said, my, like I just said, Miami has lost their way completely on both sides of the ball and, you know, they have to put Jacob Brissett back in, who hasn't played terrible when he's been in, but again, it's, you know, you don't, I guess you want your starter or you want your Kobe Brissett. But I mean, honestly, the way two has been playing and like the time of the interceptions, it may not even be far off. Like the two may not even be that far off in, in, in play. But yeah, even though they're at home, I can't go with them. You know, my heart just won't let me do it. So I'm going to go with Houston, um, getting their second win as well. Because like I said, they've looked like there's been some games they've looked terrible, but in most games they have been in the game and, and look like they could have won. Like they could have won against the Patriots. Um, there's another one I forgot, I think a week or two ago that they could have won as well, but you know, things just didn't you know, flow their way. So I definitely, I'm picking Houston to pick to, to win this game as well. Um, next we got, uh, my Falcons taking a trip. Damn, I thought this was home, but I guess they're taking a trip to, uh, New Orleans. Uh, obviously your guy, Winston, our guy, Winston is, uh, no longer playing. It's Trevor Simeon more likely is going to be starting quarterback. Um, we're coming off a pretty bad loss against the, the, the Panthers, and they're coming off a pretty big win against the Tampa Bay Bucks. So, uh, who you got in this one? This might be where you gain your lead, but I got to go with the Saints. Uh, Trevor Simeon, he was a solid. Like, not saying he was a starter, but he was solid when he was with Denver. He'll win you some games. And he's showing he stepped in like he was ready to play. And the Saints defense just played inspired last week, and I think that carries over. They got Taysom Hill back, so he can really run his little Drew Brees option. Not saying uh, Trevor Simeon is Drew Brees, but – the two quarterback system they ran will be effective. And for some reason, it doesn't matter how bad the Saints are playing or how good y'all are playing. When y'all go play them, y'all can't block anybody. And Matt Ryan has a long base. So hopefully that, yeah. you know, is a reoccurring theme. And that happens this weekend. And we're in about 20 minutes here. And I'm going with the Saints by about seven. But y'all been playing better. But, you know, the Saints defense is really slept on. And they match up. They know how y'all play. Without Calvin Ridley, it's going to be a rough day. I'm I'm yeah. interested to see who guards Kyle Pitts, whatever, what safety they put on him. But mm-hmm. maybe Gardner Johnson or maybe, um, geez, uh, Marcus Williams. But, you know, we'll we'll see. But I like the Saints. I, I really like where they're, the way they're playing. And I was thinking when they lost James, the game was over. But they, they gave Tom Brady hell last week. So I like New Orleans at home. Yeah. I think um, – sorry, I need to change a little better. I think – I'm I'm gonna do something that I hadn't done yet in the pick'ems. I've been going with Atlanta for eight straight weeks. I'm going with the Saints because if we lose, if I pick them in the pick'ems and I lose in the pick'ems, but they win in real life, I don't even care. I'd rather that. Um, so I'm going with the Saints as well because, like you said, you said it perfectly. Their defense, for some reason, their defense just gets extra juiced up when they play divisional rivals, especially <laughs> us. Like they just be on another level. Um, and more than likely, our offensive line has played better, but last week. I think I don't remember how many sacks we let up. I think maybe three, when three or four, when the and a lot of QB pressures and hits as well. When the previous weeks we pretty much kept Matt Ryan upright, um, but then again, gotta look at the teams that we played. It was the Jets in Miami, but 
I don't know. Like I say, the, the obviously the Calvin Ridley thing kind of hurts us, you know, offensively because you know last week you've seen it. They double team Kyle Pitts the entire game, and we don't utilize Hurt, Hayden Hurst or really any other receivers, you know, in short passing games as well. Like we, I don't know what we be trying to do, but what we try to do is not what we can do on offense. And we've been beating Cordell Pass in the depth. I'm surprised and glad that he's still upright and healthy as well, but. Yeah, offensively we're just struggling. Defensively, we just don't have enough talent and, and firepower. Even though you said they have, they're not a powerhouse offense. And you said they don't have any really anyone really besides AK and um, you know maybe a big play, big play away with uh, you know uh, what you call it? I think it's Smith number eleven. Sure, and, uh, number, yeah. No, uh, for Harris, my fault. Harris, and then Trey oh, you said number eleven. I thought you said ten. Yeah, you're talking yeah. about the other Harris, the little yeah, gadget. Yeah. Yeah, so as long as we, you know, keep everything in front of us, I think it's going to be a slow, methodical game. I honestly don't think it's going to be high scoring at all. Like I said, their defense is probably going to shut us down. Offensively, I don't think they're going to be able to produce as well as they were last week. Because like I said, I think we'll give let them get a lot of yards, but they just won't punch it in the end zone, hopefully. Um, but I'm going with the Saints just because if the Falcons win in real life, I'd, I'd just be more happy about that. I don't care. I got a game or two to play with the Pickums anyway. So Las Vegas versus – the New York Giants. Who you got? With everything going on this week, uh, it just this stuff happens. It's an unfortunate situation with uh, the fam. The family's affected by the Henry Ruggs situation. You know, mm-hmm. the girl that passed away, and Henry Ruggs going uh, going through a rough little you know little time in life. But I think with all that going on, the team's just going to be a little messed up in the head. They lost one of their brothers that they know is not coming back ever. And I just mm-hmm. think, you know, them going on the road, it's been a long week, emotional week. They're playing at 10 p.m. their time. And I think the Giants are – they're not good, but they're not they're not pushover. They're not a pushover. <laughs> so it's just like uh, – I just think that they find a way to get a dub. They've been in almost every game they play in. Uh, and if you can slow down Mahomes and then even though they're struggling, I think you can slow down their uh, – Raiders offense minus Russ. So I like the New York Giants at home today pulling off the upset because the Raiders are technically number one in the AFC West. So yeah, upset. Yeah, that's true. Damn, we're, we're gonna we're gonna defer sooner or later. But I gotta go with the same thing because like it's just I think mentally is a lot the process. You know, we've seen the the press conferences by you know the interim coach and by Derek Carr them talking about it. Like you said, it's just been a long week as a whole. And he said he he's facing two counts of felony charges. It could get even worse. So definitely mentally something that's like I said, we'll get to that team. And like you said, they have to travel all the way over to the East Coast playing today in their time. It it's just it's just a not a good mix. It's pretty much a mix for not disaster, but just like a, a tough long day for them. Um and like I said, the Giants aren't the greatest, but you know, they won last week. Maybe they can put two wins again two wins in a row together. I don't know. Um, but I definitely I'm taking the Giants at home as well. Um to, to pull off, like you said, the I guess the semi upset in a way. But uh New England versus uh Carolina. And I think Christian Christian McCaffrey come back today. I want to everybody's say back. Yep, everybody's back. Oh, is Sam Darnold playing too? Yeah, this game is really, really tough because you know Sam Darnold might go back the week one through four, Sam Darnold, or week one through three, Sam Darnold. But the Pats, they're looking good, man. Last week, I had a feeling that they were going to beat the Chargers. I just didn't want to pick them, and I was wrong. Like each week, Mac Jones gets a little more and more comfortable. He's playing within the you know scheme of the offense perfectly. He knows when to take risks and when not to take risks. And I just think they're playing good ball right now, man. The, uh, you know, this is Gilmore's little revenge game. He might get a pick or two off Mac, but. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he looked good last week against us as well. Yeah, he did. I just think, man, I, I don't know. I, I think New Orleans, I mean, New England is just finding their stride. I always said that we need to give Bill Belichick a little more credit because what he's doing with that roster, staying in all these close games with a far superior roster than other teams, like when he played the Cowboys and when he played the Bucks, and almost beat both those teams. So it's credit to him and that staff. And I think that, you know, they find their stride and they're going to eventually end up being a wild card team. And then, you know, you got to win games like this if you want to secure that wild card in that tough uh, AFC. So I, I like them in a close one, but I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina finds their group back, you know, getting, getting their guys back. But I just like the way uh, Mac Jones is playing, man. I really do. Yeah. I think I like it as well. I think I did pick, I, if I can't remember right, I think that's the one I, I picked that, you know, uh, catapulted me a game up um, New England um, last week against the Chargers. I, like you said, they just started to play a little bit better. Uh, defense has always been pretty good. Like I said, offensively, I think Matt Jones starting to find his way a little bit. They know what works offensively for them, um, and like so they just been they just been looking good. And like you said, this one is tough. Carolina's at home. Everybody's back, but I don't know. Like I don't know. I just feel like like for like what Carolina said, like weeks one through three, they look great. Christian McCaffrey, I don't know. He's just more injury prone than I was expecting him to be like when he first came in but they do use him utilize him like literally almost every single play but you said it's gonna be a tough one i'm hoping carolina doesn't win just because they beat us last week so i'm gonna go in new england this week go on the road take a victory um because if like i said if we win then that puts us back at maybe a game and a half behind them i don't know it still puts us at the bottom of the league but we'll, we'll be right there um, in the division, but I'm gonna pick New England. Like I said, with Carolina, I guess like CMC coming back, everybody coming back. I don't, you know, they have had a week of practice under their belt, but I don't know. Like he still has to get game shape, game legs under him because he hasn't played since what? Since week three, I want to say Thursday night game versus uh, Houston. I think that was week, was week three or week four. Yeah, they yeah. started out three, no, so it was week three. Three, yeah. So I'm gonna take New England in this one. Hopefully, they pull it out. Um, because, yeah, I can't – I don't know. I just don't really pull it out. I don't want Carolina to win anymore. Jacksonville, Buffalo. I picked Jacksonville last week. I know you did, too. They they, they burned us. We, we, laid, we laid an egg, bro. That's an understatement. We They and Detroit burned us last week. I think Detroit's on a bye, though. But yeah, they got, Jesus geez. Christ. It was rough, but we're going to keep this one short and sweet. I like Buffalo by 20-plus. Um, we don't <laughs> have James Robinson, so we can't even rely on the run game. Carlos Hyde is straight, but he's not going to establish help establish the run game. And Buffalo's D-line, they address it in the draft, and he got it's gotten much better as shown. So they're going to tee off on T-Law. It's going to be a long day. Just stay healthy, my guy, and get out of there for next week. But, yeah, Buffalo <laughs> by a lot. Buffalo by a lot. Like you said, short and sweet. I really have nothing there I like. I don't know, Jacksonville, look, I just wasn't expecting that last week. It's crazy. I know you said it would be tough because, you know, you got to travel to Seattle, six-man and all that, but, you know, it's Gino. I couldn't – did y'all put it like six? Yeah, it was some garbage time points, man. I, I didn't even count it. I, honestly, yeah. I'm going to be honest, once it got – once we uh, didn't convert that fourth down on the last – first drive of the third quarter, I kind of just, like, I put our game on the small TV and put um the Pats game on the big TV, so I kind of gave up a little bit. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, that was terrible. I don't know them in Detroit. I don't think I can pick them anymore this year. I've been trying. No, trying. bro. Detroit got they got they got smashed. Like I, I think it was like thirty four to zero. It was just bad. Like I'm like I lost so much money, bro. It's ridiculous. But next we got uh, was it Minnesota and Baltimore? Baltimore, yeah, Minnesota and Baltimore. 
Minnesota burned you last week. Um, I, I don't know what to make of them. I've always said I don't know what to make of Minnesota, though, but who you got winning this one? Short and sweet. Baltimore by 10. You know, Minnesota, they'll show up. But after they lost a must-win game at home to a backup quarterback when they had their team pretty much fully healthy, I can't can't trust them. And Lamar, they're not – if they couldn't stop Cooper Rush, how are they going to stop Lamar? So. Hey, sure. Long day. I don't know if we've had – have we had a difference yet? It'll come probably towards the end. Um, but, yeah, I got to go with Baltimore as well. I guess I just, I'm never high on Minnesota. I never know what I'm going to get out of them. They're just too – they're too anomaly. Like, they don't they don't give me consistency, and I hate that about them. But this would be one of those type of games that they would end up pulling out and winning. I will say that. But Chargers, Philadelphia, who you got? Chargers, they had a bad loss last week at home. Not a bad loss, but a tough loss last week at home. And I think that, you know, Philly's defense is atrocious. I think Justin Herbert has a, a great day. And it'll be tough, though. You know, Philly's not a cupcake. And they're not. A, it's not an easy place to play in that environment. So I'll give them a shot. But I like, I like you know, getting back on track versus a team they're much better than. And much better coach, too. Yeah, I think – I don't know. I don't know why I want to go with Philadelphia. I'm probably just messing myself up. Maybe it's because I seen they put 44 points up. Like really, it means nothing. It was against Detroit, and they're at home. I don't know. And like I said, Chargers and Herbert just—they haven't looked the same. It's just something. It's just something off about them. It's a little something off. Ever since that Chiefs win, this hasn't really been the same team. I really don't know why. I'm gonna go with Philly. I think it's gonna be a close game for some reason. I'm gonna go with Philly. It's going to be different. Jalen Hurts has another good game. Maybe they, they're starting to roll him. Devontae Smith, defense is doing what the defense needs to do. So I'm going to go with Philly. This will be different. Yeah, I'm going to go with Philly. Green Bay, Kansas City, who you got? Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. That's a big thing. I forgot. Should it, that should have been part of our something. Nothing. I almost forgot about that. Um, but obviously, you know, he, he well, I haven't fully seen the show. Um, I've seen a few clips, but, you know, obviously him explaining, like, you know, him getting the immunization versus like a vaccination or whatever. Um, but obviously we know Aaron Rodgers will be out for this game. Um, they've been rolling their seven and one. Pretty important game. Obviously we'll see what Jordan Love has in the tank today, but uh, who you got winning this one? I got the Chiefs easily. Not easily. I, I just, I still have faith in my guy. You know, everybody's trying to write him off saying he's not good anymore after one tough stretch in his entire career. So uh, I got Mahomes figuring out, you know, a way to win. They've they've been playing. They haven't been playing good. They're supposed to blow some of these teams out. Had a nail biter with the Giants. Had a nail biters with a lot of teams. They're not supposed to be on. They shouldn't share the same field as them. And I just feel like, you know, eventually they got to get it together. And this starts this week with the, them going against the second string quarterback. And I think Jordan Love actually is going to play well. One because Kansas City's defense is KC. But I I just think he's not that. I don't think he's as bad as everybody thinks he is. Uh, I know it's preseason, but he looked okay in the preseason. He looked pretty calm and collected, and I just think he's he's not that bad. I'm interested to watch him play today, but we'll know more, you know, on Monday. But I got to go with Mahomes. Yeah. For a first start playing in KC, that's not an easy place to play. Arrowhead gets to jump in them. That's true. They're up there with Seattle, in my opinion. Not Nobody Seattle how they were, especially like 2014, 2015, but they're up there with Seattle in terms of, you know, the crowd environment. Exactly, yeah. And – I think I'm gonna go with Kansas City as well, but I do expect Jordan Love to play really well, and I'm pretty sure we'll see a bunch of posts from NFL Sports and whatever, like you know, showing the stats whether they win or lose. I, I think he will play decent. Um, 
Yeah, said with Green Bay, it does suck that they don't have Aaron Rodgers. You know, can't continue their their run through you know the NFC or whatever like they're expecting. I think they're at the top of the NFC right now. But you know, it's and I this I think I said the Giants won last week. I meant to say the week before that. I'm, I'm like a whole week behind. I forgot, but they did play Kansas City close. Um, but I don't know. Like you said, they just aren't they're not the same team defensively. They're trash offensively. You know, Mahomes isn't having the greatest of years. Tyreek Hill can't catch the ball. Kelsey's fumbling. <laughs> like it's a lot just going on with that entire team. Like that just we're not used to seeing. But you know, it's the perfect opportunity at home to feel a little bit good about. It. So even though Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, like they'll probably look at it as obviously like you know if they do pick up the win, they being the, the best team in the NFC at the moment. So um, or one of the best teams in the NFC at the moment. Yeah, yeah, they they, they beat Arizona, so yeah, they're first in the NFC, but. They'll look at it maybe as a pick-me-up game. I know we've been saying each and every week, like we said last week, like this is the, the week that they should get rolling um, against the Giants because, you know, this should be an easy win. wasn't an easy win. They got it, got the win, though. But maybe this is one that they start to feel good about themselves if they do, um, you know, pick up the win, you know, whatever form or fashion they do it in. But I'm going to pick Kansas City as well. Uh, and hopefully, like we said, <laughs> this gets them woken up a little bit and they start to put on a little bit of run. I don't think it happens just because their defense is just so god-awful. And just we're in the middle of the season now. You really can't fix it. Trade deadline's gone. You know, did they pick up Jalen Smith off of wave off of waivers? No, but if if he got cut and then went to another team and we didn't see him on the field and he got cut again, there has to be uh, something. Cowboys didn't just cut him just to cut him. It, it has to be something going on there. Yeah, for sure. But Arizona, San Francisco, who you got in this one? Uh, NFC West showdown. Going, uh, I'm going San Fran this week. Uh, Collar's out with injury. I, I think that, you know, San Fran, their record, we got to disregard their record and look what they're doing on the field there. Like, I know they're not winning games, but they're not playing terrible football. And they win games they're supposed to win. You know, they lost a couple tough ones to Indy and uh, Seattle at home. But I think without Collar this week, you know, Arizona coming out their first loss too. I think that if they finally, you know, they, they find their stride and uh, give Arizona their second straight loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, well, well, Kyler not playing it, like, it's wraps. That's crazy. There's a lot of starting quarterbacks. That not, well, not a lot, but it's a good amount of starting quarterbacks that isn't playing this week. Um, but, yeah, I got to go with San Fran as well at home, divisional game. Kyler's not in there. He said, I think they're, you know, so they, it's probably to take one. And maybe this one gets them started as well. Like, what are they? They're three and five or three and six? Can't remember. I mean, not even gonna be that. They only won two games. I think it was like two. No, no, I think they're three and five. Three five. Yeah. Well, maybe this one. Obviously, divisional wise, it's it's out of their hands. It's a two man race. But you know, maybe it gets them started. Maybe this helps turn around their season because we still forget they're still seventeen games. There's still a whole eight more games to go. Basically, another half of the season. So anything can happen. Um, We say they are starting to play a little bit better. Diego Samuel's having a breakout year. Um, The defense is, you know, finally, you know, pretty healthy. So, you know, I think this is definitely one that they can get back up on their high horse. They pull this one out, especially with Kyler not playing. But Tennessee and L.A., this one's probably, yeah, this is Sunday night game. Yeah, it's probably going to be the best game of the week or one of the better games of the week. I think, you know, all right, I think this week they'll be fine, but over the course of the season they won't be. I think that, you know, Derrick Henry, the loss of him won't hurt as bad. I don't think Julio's playing today. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but. If he's not playing, it's going to be rough. Like, Jalen Ramsey is going to be able to take A.J. Green. Not take him out the game plan, but, you know, 
slow them down and then rely on everybody, uh, their other uh, weapons that they really don't have. So I'm, I'm just interested to see how the Titans perform without King Henry Ken. Tannehill throw the ball when there's a six-man box versus a nine-man box. So, you know, when there's a nine-man box, all he has to do is stick the ball in uh, Derrick Henry's belly. And then when he pulls the ball back on, lifts his head back up. It's, you know, it's just – it's four defenders. It's three defenders. It's a safety and the two guys guarding Julio and AJ, like a lot of single coverage. And, you know, those DBs – I mean, those linebackers have no threat at the run game, and they're just getting back in their drops. It's going to be a long day. So I, I just can't wait to see, you know, prove a lot of people wrong that think uh, Tannehill is the reason for their success, which, you know, anybody who plays football doesn't feel that way. So I don't know where people get that from. But uh, I just think that L.A., you know, they, they don't win easily. Tennessee hangs around, but this is the first – after this week, you know, they're going to start to feel the effect of their camera. I can see them putting up points, honestly, against L.A. Even though their defense is good, I can still see them putting up, you know. 25, maybe 30 points. So I'm going to go Rams by, by 10. It's close for the most part, and they pull away. Or it could be a total blowout, and Tannehill goes like 17 for about 40 for like 130 yards and three picks. That's what I'm hoping for. Something crazy, yeah. I feel like that can happen as well, like you said, especially first game without Henry. Like you signed Adrian Peterson. I don't know or don't think he's playing today. More than likely not. But it's like, what? I don't know. That was a weird sign to me, like, I don't know what running backs are out on the market like that because you know when when Baltimore lost all theirs, they pretty much picked most of all of them up. But I know there had to be somebody else besides Adrian Peterson that they could have picked up. Like how old is he? he's like? What 35? 34? He's past, whatever they said about running backs when they're supposed to stop playing, he's he's yeah, dead at all that. that. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. You said I, I think it would definitely be a big loss, and they're on the road. So and like you said, they're probably without Julio as well. So. I think it could get ugly real quick. Cooper Rush, Cooper, not Cooper Rush, sorry. Cooper uh, Cup has had an incredible year. Also, Robert uh, Woods as well. So, and, you know, we already know what that defense is going to do. So, it really could get ugly quick. I'm going to go with the Rams as well, um, just to keep it short and sweet. And last game before we finish out here, Chicago, Pittsburgh, who you got taking this one? It's a tough one. I, I want to say the Steelers, you know, they got a good win versus uh, the Browns last week. They've been playing a little bit better. And Justin Fields has been struggling. You know, T.J. Watt, those mm-hmm. boys wreak havoc. But it's a tough one. Like, I just feel like this type of game, you know, it can go either way. And I'm going to be the odd man now. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I like the Bears by three uh, in a close one. Like, I'm not even picking them betting, but I just had this feeling in my mind that, you know, both these teams are poor, very, very pro offense. They're pretty solid on mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I take that back because I don't think Khalil Mack is playing this week or he didn't play last week. And that will be a factor. If Big Ben can sit back, if he's not flustered in the pocket, he can still check the ball down with the best of them. Yeah. So I'm gonna actually I'm gonna put that and take the Steelers. Okay, I was like, I was like, we thinking a real similar. I was gonna go with the Bears, um, as well. But what you just said made me not want to go with them. But just to be different, I think I am gonna go with them. It's a Monday night game. Um, you say like you said, Justin Fields has been struggling. The Bears have been struggling as a whole, so it's really hard to pick them. I think I might definitely. No, I didn't pick them last week. But it's just hard to pick them in general. I don't know. But I do want to be different, and I still don't believe Big Ben should be playing football still, um, even though they're playing a little bit better and have put some wins together. But I don't know. I think I'm, I'm going to go with Chicago. Um, hopefully Justin Fields has a resurgence game. Maybe he's one of those guys where the bright lights come on um, in the big-time games. Because I don't know how many primetime games they've had this year. Maybe it been at least one other one I know. But um, – I think maybe I said, who knows? Maybe he, he shows out in the bright lights, gets a Pittsburgh team that, 
you know, isn't the greatest, like they're not world beaters, um, you know, like they maybe were last year or even a, a year or two ago. So I'm going to pick Chicago. Um, hopefully Justin Fields, you know, helps get me a win, puts me on in, you know, like I said, helps, I guess, that franchise to to, to, to better days. So I'm going to go with them. I think that's the only difference, or not the only difference, that one and the uh... – Geez, which one was it? It was you picked Philly. Philadelphia, yeah, that in Philly. So only two game difference this week, but you know who knows? It could sway. It could be bad in general. It could be like last week when we picked. Well, we kind of didn't pick the same teams, but we did take both of us just took a lot of L's in general. So, <laughs> but yeah, man, that does it for today's show. I don't think that it really is anything else to add. You think there's anything that we're missing that we didn't hit on? Oh uh, no, nah, we you know we covered the Braves finally getting that World Series title. Covered a. There wasn't really a lot of good college football games this weekend. And, you know, the NFL slate, just looking forward to watching my team get obliterated in a couple minutes and being back to talk about the other good teams in the NFL and not the Jaguars. Yeah. Hopefully we pick up a win. Hopefully, I don't know. I just don't know. I just hope we just don't look offensively like we did last week. Like we just look stale and stagnant. You know, I guess that's expected when you don't have but one person you can throw the ball to. And then nope. don't have any time to throw the ball. So I don't know. Don't know what to expect, but about to tune in and look at it right now. Um, but other than that, of course, shout out to everybody on Off the Ball Network. And I do want to shout out one of our sponsors before we do head out. We do have a new sponsor on the network called Built Bar. Um, if you use the promo code off the ball when you go to their site, you can get 10% off for you and your family. Um, real quick, Built Bar. Excuse me, it's unlike any other bars out there that tastes either like old Play-Doh or a piece of cardboard when you eat a built bar. You would think you are cheating on your diet with a delicious chocolate dessert. If the kids find out how good these are, you're going to buy more because they will be begging for them. So definitely go check out Big Bar. I think I'm gonna order a pack. They do look pretty good. Um looks like they're protein bars and they say use off the ball. Um that's the promo code. You know, you and your friends and family can get 10% off the whole website when you do so definitely check them out and shout out to them for being one of the new sponsors on the network um also bet us um official as well another betting site um that we're partnered with as well um if you go on their site i believe you use off the bond network um you know they'll match up to a percentage that you first deposit so definitely shout out to the new sponsor shout out to off the bond network shop sage and everybody else that tuned in um pickums you know please be nice to us this week you know we're trying to you know surpass get to the 100 mark they don't look like we're going to anytime soon if we're picking the way we're picking. Um, but other than that, hope to see you guys. Ne- we hope to see you guys, or we will see you guys next week. Um, also, tune in Monday, tomorrow, for Overreaction Monday. Um, I don't know if I'll be on because I think I got to do basketball or coach or whatever. That may be on. If not, definitely check out um, Couch Coach and all the other guys that will be overreacting to all the games that we see today. Um, and then, like I said, the rest of the slate of the shows throughout the week. But, uh, That does it for us today here. Appreciate y'all for joining us on this Sunday morning, and we'll uh, catch you guys next time. Have a good one. Catch y'all next week.